Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is entitled Intruder. It was written by Noel Lloyd and Matt Ryan and is available on their website, Reckoning of the Dead. Uh, this is going to be a one-shot game, and we will refer to this one as version one. We'll also be playing it later on in the week, so look for version two later on. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey, or rather, let's begin our journey into the darkness. There is a small island in the South Pacific called Smith's Island, named for an Australian sea captain who discovered it in 1806. At the time, the island was completely uninhabited, and it was thought that it had never been so. So, uh, no evidence had ever been found of anything larger than a bird living there. After Captain Smith came, uh, a small colony sprang up, but never really grew. It's now 1985, and there are still only about 35 families, mostly Australians, Kiwis, and British expatriates living there. A few weeks ago, the island's small but active volcano erupted. Thanks to seismographs stationed around the island, no one was hurt. The residents returned, and shortly thereafter, a hiker discovered a large structure on the far side of the island, uncovered by the eruption. You have just arrived in the small town of Smith's Landing, at the foot of Smith's Peak. There are a few things in this town, uh, and that's all. There's uh, Dinah's Diner, where you can get something to eat. There's Harvey's General Store, where you can buy general goods. And there are the, white the whitewashed houses of the locals. Other than that, you're pretty, much, uh, you're pretty much left to your own devices. You've been given an area uh, in, a, in a small hotel uh, where you can set up any equipment that you might need. And uh, you are hoping very soon to go explore the volcano. So time to settle in. What do you want to do? Do we know each other ahead of time or are we just meeting each other for the first time? Probably you don't. Maybe some of you do. That's, that's up to you guys. Well, maybe it would make sense if uh, Bruce knows the oceanographer. Uh, we're in a kind of similar thing, so maybe we're coming here to look together as part of our project or whatever we're doing here. Absolutely. I think that uh, that would be a great idea, given that he's into plate te tectonics and it's very closely mm -hmm. associated yep. with geology. Absolutely. So. For Cornelius, this, this island is definitely within the ring of fire. Mm -hmm. Dr. Bolt, uh, have you seen any of the uh, others that I've heard have come to the area recently? Uh, sure, I think some of them I've just checked in. Um, they're coming with, uh, I think, some of the other universities, yeah. Ah, I see. Who do we have, do you know? Um, I think there's... Uh, Naomi Brookhaven, professor, and uh, Dr. Alex Kaufman. 
And I heard there's a photographer kicking about as well, but I don't know if he's connected to anything. Hmm. I see. We'll, we'll add one thing. We'll say there's a small pub. Yeah. Uh, that's where I'm at. Having a, having a, a pint and cigar. That's where I'm at as well. Right. Well, perhaps we should be a little less antisocial and go say hello, see if they're down there. Let's do it. So, I'll go so, we, so, so we head down and um, really say hi to the guys and find out what's going on down at the pub. I'm, I'm guessing there's not that many people at the pub anyway, with the size of the community. No. And they're still putting things back together after the earth, after the, um, the volcanic eruption. There was, I mean, obviously earthquakes. So there was a little bit of minimal damage, but nobody was hurt. And how recent was the eruption itself? Was we'll it say just... two weeks ago. Okay, so there's maybe just a bit of activity to do with that. Oh, yeah. The island is still active, and it still shakes every once in a while. Well, uh, we spot the perhaps good-looking professor over in the corner. What's what she drinking? I don't know. It's some of the local uh, brew uh, imported from Australia. Guy didn't really specify what it was. It was, it was, it was decent, so I took it. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I uh, say to Cornelius, let, let's just get one of those and we, we sit down and introduce ourselves. And uh, what, what are you doing? Are you um, what are you doing on the island, uh, Professor? Are you come because of the activity, or have you been on already for a while? I've been here for a little bit. Um, <clears throat> professor Naomi Brookhaven. I take it you are Professor uh, Doctor Doctor Bolt and yep. Doctor Worthington. Yeah, you got heard about you guys. Yeah, I'm here because of the reports of uh, structures on the uh, island. Uh, got the interest of my uh, my team back in uh, back in Arkham, and uh, figured to uh, go poke around here. Or more accurately, the other guys thought that this was just a laugh off. So uh, I drew the short straw, and now I'm here. But I am interested, actually. Probably why they sent me, because <laughs> I actually showed interest in this whole thing. I'm sitting off in a corner, and I uh, I walk up, overhearing you guys talk about uh, your professions, and uh, I assume that you're here to look at what is going on with the volcano. And I just introduce myself. I'm Dr. Alex Kaufman, Wolfidus. Ah, Dr. Kaufman, yes. Yes, I was told you may be here as well. And you are? Uh, Professor Naomi Brookhaven, uh, Miskatonic University. Oh, nice to meet you. Archaeology department. Well, recently uh, tenured as professor. Dr. Kaufman, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance finally. I've read a lot from you. I've heard much about you too, Worthington. It's a troubling thing, uh, this volcano. I uh, am very curious about this, these buildings, these structures they found up there. I know it's a bit out of my league, but uh, <laughs> he seems pretty delighted with himself. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think it might be an interesting thing to explore. Did I hear there's supposed to be a photographer or some, some other fellow here? I haven't seen him yet. So. And with that, I'll burst through the door Equipment hanging off my shoulders, cameras 
uh, a suitcase that I'm trying to lug behind me. I've got way too much stuff. I got a tripod under my arm and I just kind of stumble into the pub and I look around and I see all you and I say, nerds. I was told to look for a bunch of professors. Uh, I think I found them. You're all here for the volcano, right? I'm going to straighten my glass and go, who are you calling nerd? <laughs> and there would be our photographer right there. <laughs> How did you know, Naomi? <laughs> Call women's intuition. <laughs> so what, what do we got? Is this going to be the discovery of the year here? Looks like I it. I mean, they say that there was nothing here before, and there's a building on this volcano. Who knows? If you take good enough pictures, you might end up in National Geographic. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's what they all say. And then when you get the issue, ain't nothing there. <laughs> so um, uh, after you have your drinks and you settle in uh, and you can plan out what you're going to do. Now, the island is roughly, how do I explain it, um, somewhat uh, oval shaped and uh, with a little bite taken out of the, the south end. That's where the, the town is. Uh, there's lovely white sand shores. Uh, the island rises up immediately behind you up to the volcanic piece, to Smith's Peak, um, which is about 900 feet up. Um, it's, it still continues to smoke. Uh, and uh, it's fairly dense, thick jungle. There are a few hiking trails, and uh, there is a hiking trail that does go all the way around the island. And it's on this trail that the hiker, just a few days ago, looked up and saw something sticking out of the volcano. Um, it's, it's going to be difficult to get to, but uh, not impossible. And it is on the far side of the island, so it's on the north end of the island, on the other side of the volcano. Uh, you can estimate that it'll probably take you at least three hours to get where the hiker was, and then uh, you don't know how long it'll take you to get up to the structure. You'll have to hack your way through the jungle. Do we know approximately how far up the structure is? Like, is it all the way at the top, or are we halfway no, up? No, he said it was about halfway up. And there is, uh, he says there's a lot of area on that side that was obviously damaged by the lava flows. So um, oh. there actually are parts of it that won't have any vegetation to, to, to hassle with. Are any of you good at hacking through jungles? I know I didn't necessarily specialize in that. I Perhaps can make sure things were necessary. I can't say that I'm an expert. Perhaps we could hire a local to help us and maybe be a guide on the way up. Perhaps. Perhaps. I, I, w I would say that um, we should get to cracking on uh, doing some reconnaissance on the island and, and acquaint ourselves with the whole place and then kind of make our way to where the uh, supposed ruins are. And, you know, maybe stopping by the diner might not be such a bad idea. We can hear what some of the lore is in the area as well, maybe from some of the locals, if, they, if they're open to talking to us, that is. Yes, and come back here when there's a few more people later in the evening uh, would be uh, beneficial along those lines, too. Um, 
Yeah, it, it's probably, you're probably tired from your trip. You can always start out tomorrow. So, yeah, you can head over to the diner. It's just across the street. Uh, it's, calling it a diner is, you know, yeah, everybody thinks of like a New York diner. This is more like a, a food cart. and a <laughs> it's, it's very nice. And it's got little umbrellas and it's got places to sit. Uh, as I say, most of the people, you know, here are uh, not uh, what you would call uh, 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 South Seas Islanders, except that that's where they live now. Um, they're all uh, Brits or Australians or Kiwis. So uh, the place is run by a young woman named uh, Margaret. Uh, and... Uh, there's nobody in there at the moment when you arrive. Gentlemen, you can see it, see it anywhere. What, what do you recommend, Margaret? Um, uh, I don't know what... what uh, <laughs> you have biscuits and gravy? I love biscuits and gravy. We have the Australian special. <laughs> Sounds good. Shrimps? You got some shrimps on the Barbie? Uh, has that movie come out yet? <laughs> uh, so, Mar Margaret, my name's Dr. Bruce Bolt, and we are going to be traveling up to the volcano. You're the scientists. Sure. Excellent. Well, that's cool. Do you know if the hiker that found the site is still around? Is he a local or was it a visitor? I think that it was just a visitor. Uh, he came in to, uh, I think he went into the pub and started asking some questions about uh, something that he saw up on the mountainside. Um, and uh, I think our local mayor is the one who might have contacted your, your universities because uh, um, they said there's something up there, like some buildings or something. Yeah, that's what we I have. Guess, I guess you call them ruins. Is that what you call them, Naomi? Well, that's what uh, was conveyed to me. Some kind of buildings, ruins, structures. She says, well, the one thing you've got to be grateful of on this island is you really can't get lost. You know, that sounds good. Yeah, there's, you can pretty much see... Uh, you can pretty much see Smith's, Smith's Landing from anywhere on the island except the backside of the volcano. Darlin, my name's uh, Professor Worthington. It's nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you, Doctor. The pleasure's all mine, I'm sure. I am curious. Uh, you've lived here your whole life, yeah? Well, no. Uh, I, I moved here about seven years ago. I see. But you know a lot of people here. Uh, pretty much everybody. Yeah. I was curious, before we head up that way, uh, we're looking for a couple of folks who might be able to help us out. Maybe somebody who could guide us up that mountain and maybe whoever you know in the area that's kind of the, the town elder, so to speak, the, the eldest person you know here who maybe we could speak to. Mm, well, um, uh, Mike Donovan is the oldest person living here. Uh, he's about 82. Um, he lives in the he painted his house blue. You can see it down the 
down the road there. It's the only blue house. Um, uh, as far as getting somebody to lead you up the mountain, it's like, well, you don't really need much in the way of a guide. There's nowhere to go except up to the top or down to the sea. But, I mean, you might find a couple of strong guys at the docks if they're not busy doing work. Thank you kindly for your help, ma'am. Most of the people here are kind of privileged, so they're not really into heavy work. Kind of noticed that. He makes a note of kind of just flexing his smaller muscles. Did you uh, did you say there were structures plural or one structure? I thought it was just one building. Well, I don't know. The guy said that it, he said that it looked like there was something up there on the mountainside like a building or a couple of buildings or I'm not sure exactly what he said, but he said building buildings. And is he still on the Island or did he leave? I don't know. Um, there's, there's right now, there's probably 50 or 60 people on the Island that are, uh, you know, just enjoying the beaches and, uh, and the nice weather we're having. Um, he could be anywhere. Okay. Correction, huge muscles. I just realized I have a strength of 80. Very, very likely. I mean, he'll come in for breakfast at some point, but um, I probably would recognize him if I saw him. Do you want me to tell him where you are and what, what, where are you staying? You're staying at a hotel, uh, the hotel over there? Hotel Paradise. Hotel Paradise. I'll tell him that you're staying there if I see him come in. Great. Thanks. Thank you very much. Okay. And Darlin, if you if you happen to pass our names around or you let people know that we're here and they're interested in talking to us, let us know. We'd be happy to talk to them. Well, you don't might not know what you're asking for. People don't get uh, uh, many scientists here. I mean, there have been a few geologists here before, and they planted the the seismo seismographs seismo seismologists seismographs. Yeah, should they planted those around the island? Oh, geez, about 10 years ago. And uh, they told us that the volcano was active and that it could explode. But uh, uh, this last time, they gave us quite a bit of warning. So we were all okay. So what do you think, guys? Should we be going to see the mayor? If, so she uh, feeds you and all of that. Yeah. I think we should go see the mayor or Mr. Donovan and see if... He knows of anything. I think we'll we'll do best with the mayor. At least get an idea of a uh, better idea of what's going on. Yep, and then we can go and see the old timer. We can hit the pub again and try and catch this uh, hiker if we can. Hey, yeah, sounds like a plan to me. I can't remember the name of that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I assume you eat and all of that. You still got quite a bit of time in the day. Um, you're just, as I say, you're just, you're just kind of fatigued from the travel. Um, so who do you want to go talk to first? I think the mayor. I think the mayor first while it's kind of working hours and we can always catch the old chap later okay. on. Okay. Um, well, you you wander around, ask a few people, and everybody seems to know everybody's business. So it's very quick that uh, 
that you get sort of directed to a little uh, cabana uh, neck on the beach, all practically on the beach. And uh, you find uh, the mayor, whose name is John Burgess, um, sitting in a lounge chair in a, in a, a, a Hawaiian-style shirt, sipping on a drink, uh, and just, you know, fanning himself. Uh, it's a hot day. Uh, but he's just kicked back, sitting there on the beach. Um, oh, gentlemen, you must be the, the scientists. He says, well, I'm glad you're here. So I just gave a weird look at the mention of gentlemen. Oh, sorry, ma'am. No problem. I'm, 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 it I, happens all the time. All cool. It was that cigar that throws people off. Yeah, that, that kind of, yeah. <laughs> how, uh, what can I do for you? How is everything in the town? Has, uh, no one's been hurt yet? Oh, nobody was hurt. Uh, we had plenty of uh, plenty of time. Our uh, there were there are a few minor repairs people are working on fixing. A couple of glass windows were shattered, and uh, as mostly just you know, just a little spit. And it was it was the it was the, uh, the 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 resulting earthquake that was more damaging probably than the the, the blast itself. Um, most of the lava went down the other side of the mountain, so we were lucky. Um, um, and the, from what I understand, uh, the last, uh, check of the seism seismograph said that while the island was still, of course, active and it would be for thousands of years, but it, uh, it seems to have released any kind of pressure or tension. I don't really know. You probably know better than I how, how volcano works. Where does all that stuff come from, by the way? I haven't got a clue. Got to unmute. <laughs> well, they, uh, they refer to this region as the Ring of Fire. It's a string of uh, volcanic activity derived from the tectonic plates in the ocean. When they move, it releases certain gases and certain uh, constituents that cause the volcanoes to form and then ultimately erupt. And this particular region has a whole lot of eruptions. Yeah, other islands more so than ours. But uh, yeah, I, I, I imagine it, it changes from time to time. Anyways, is there anything else I can do for you? Uh, are you all settled in the, the hotel? Mm -hmm. How about the last eruption? Has that been recently? You know, the one before this one, was it? Is this like every hundred years this happens, or is this every thirty days? Or? I think the last, you know, the 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 old uh, old Smiths peak up there. It 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 hums and it it spits a little bit of smoke out once in a while, and it's probably the biggest one that's happened in a hundred years. Mm. And uh, still, I mean, it's nothing like Hawaii or uh, Good God, what was that one they had back in the United States? Uh, Mount St. Helens. St. Helens. Oh, that was a crazy situation. That was that was something else. They're still talking about it. Your breadth uh, of knowledge is quite impressive out here. I'm sorry. Your breadth of knowledge of what's happening around the world is quite impressive over here. Oh, we get news. We get the paper. 
we find out. We got to find out what's going on. Well, I just want to take a moment to just say thank you for letting us come to your island to look into this. I know it's your ter- territory, and we certainly don't want to step on your toes. We're just here to help out however we can. I'm far more interested in uh, doing my administrative business right here on the beach than uh, climbing around the Smith's Peak. So you you enjoy yourselves. We've told people not to try to climb up there just because it's none of their business. We figured you scientists would be able to handle it better than anybody else. Uh, I doubt seriously we would ever have any graffiti, but you know, some of these uh, visiting families uh, have teenage kids and, you know, they can sometimes get into mischief. Fortunately, our crime rate here on the island is zero. Last, uh, last time uh, our constable had to lock anybody up, it was for brawling in the, in the pub. And I think that was 10 years ago. Uh, Tom, can I roll a psychology to see if he is being genuine about the reason why he doesn't have people going up on the volcano? Mm-hmm. I don't know what my psychology is. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Holy shit. I'm sorry. Language. I got a 7% out of 10. Yeah, he seems completely, uh, completely honest with you. In fact, you do pick up a couple of interesting things from him. One is that it's kind of obvious that you all bore him. And, uh, and he's, he was sorry that he asked you that question in the first place because he, everything you said kind of went over, over his head. Uh, so uh, he's very happy to meet you. And if you need anything, don't hesitate. Uh, but... Go off and go. <laughs> well, be, before we go, Mr. Mayor, uh, did this hiker talk to yourself and report the structure? Um, who was it who came to me? Uh, um, I'm sorry having me make stuff up as I go. <laughs> I knew I should have made a list of names. Um, uh, oh, it was just one of the, one of the townsfolk came to me and said that uh, a hiker told him, uh, it's kind of hearsay through this, but no, I have no reason not to believe him. I mean, the worst it's going to cost you is a couple of hours walk around the, the island and you'll, uh, you'll see what he's talking about. I haven't seen it. I ain't going to walk around the island. Do I look like I want to walk around the island? Um, anyways, gentlemen, have a good day. I've got business to do. You know, he leans back. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy, your, enjoy your drink. All right. Okay, where to next, guys? Do you want to take some photos, Albert? Maybe yeah. we should do a, a picture of all of us together with Volcano in the background. Why don't you guys get a picture with the mayor there? So everybody together. Let, let me get my drink up. Hold on. <laughs> so excellent. But, Cheers. Um, now, unless you guys have something you want to do, we can skip ahead to the next day, to the morning. I think the, only th- the only thing I was thinking about, guys, was just to try and maybe at the pub at night to chat 
the, the hiker comes through. just to see if the, anybody knows who the hiker is, and maybe we can get some first-hand info. Okay, that doesn't happen. So, okay. and were we going to try to talk to the old guy or no? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, you can do that. Forget what name I gave you. Something Marsden, wasn't it? Mike Donovan. Mike Donovan. Mike. Old Mike. Donovan. Maybe uh, Naomi could take the lead in chatting with this fella. I bet she might have some sort of wiles that might interest him. Mike Donovan is uh, an odd fellow. Um, when you get to his house, you can see that he collects things. He collects seashells. He collects bits of, uh, of sea glass that he's found on the beach. He collects pretty much various things that he's found on the beach. And he sort of has made things out of them around his property. He's kind of artsy. Um, he's made, uh, you know, for instance, around his windows. He's got round windows in his, uh, in his house. And he's got seashells going around them. So they kind of look like portholes. And uh, the whole house is painted kind of ocean blue, um, which in this case, the ocean is kind of blue-green. It's a, a very uh, tropical color. Um, uh, when you knock on his door, he answers, and he is in white shorts with uh, like flip-flops on his feet and no shirt on, uh, and uh, he's got a, a long white beard and white hair, and he's like, yeah, what can I do for you? And he's also very sunburned, sun, sun dark from the sun. What can I do for you? Hi there, uh, Mr. Donovan. I'm uh, Professor Brookhaven from uh, Miskatonic University. I'm here with my fellows to um, uh, check out the, the island here. We've heard, heard some interesting reports of, uh, of uh, recent developments that went in the wake of the uh, eruption. And, well, the volcano. Uh, You're here to study the volcano. Well, yeah, yeah. Why don't you come on and the island. have a seat? Sure, sure. Come on, guys. And uh, most of his... Uh, Furniture inside is made out of rattan. And there's a lot of sand on his floor. Uh, but he's like, you know, make yourselves comfortable. Sure. Can I get you some iced tea or anything like that? Oh, I think I could go for that. Yes. Yes, please. I would love some. Thank so you very much. Sugar, if you've got it. He gives you all some uh, some iced tea, sweetened as you like. And uh, what what can I do for you? I've I've lived here 80 years. 80 years, that's venerable. I uh, would just like to get a better idea of what the island's like and what it's about. And uh, figured uh, everybody's saying that you, you are the oldest resident here. Uh, well, there's, there's not much to the island. You know, I, uh, I, uh, I was a fisherman myself for many years and uh, uh, I've, I've never traveled off this island uh, more than, oh, half a dozen times. Uh, and that was always just the other islands. Fair enough. Fair enough. I know this oh. island at the back of my hand. All right. I noticed you, you're a collector and uh, artist. Here you got well, a... not really, but I try. <laughs> I fiddle. Yeah, an interesting beachcombing collection to be sure. So you're here to study old Smith's Peak. Yeah. Yeah, um, we heard some recent developments of uh, 
of uh, some structures up there that have been that have been unearthed with the eruption. And uh, ah, there ain't nothing up there. Hmm. Never heard of any such nonsense. Okay. So, he says nobody's well, ever lived on this island. Not not for the. If you go back a couple of hundred years, there's nobody here. Forever. Interesting. Interesting. Never even found a. You know, I'm kind of a beachcomber, and I've never mm -hmm. found anything here that we didn't bring here from, uh, you know, from the mainland. Hmm. So no uh, ar uh, washed up artifacts or pieces of junk of, of note? No, no arrowheads, no uh, nothing like that. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, most of the other islands around here, at least you find, you know, something that comes up on the beach. I mean, be it old or new or... Otherwise, well, I think my if I were to put forward a theory on that, I'd say it's because there ain't nothing here that's worth anything. Uh, your South Sea Islanders now they're going to want to live on an island that uh, that has something that can sustain them, like pigs or something like that. Right, yeah. right. There ain't nothing, nothing like that here. No, okay. very, very little wildlife, just birds and lots of bugs. But, uh, that's about it. And fish, there's fish around, but. Mm -hmm few natural springs uh to support the the plants yeah yeah there's also a few uh springs that are uh pretty nasty you got to be careful when you're up out there you know about what you drink there's some some uh some minerals that get in some of these waters that's uh, right pretty nasty um what springs in particular here on the island are, are are really nasty and should be avoided i don't know just be careful okay taste it before you drink it <laughs> Boil it, it tastes, otherwise. If it, tastes, if it tastes better, don't drink it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and have you been up to the peak yourself a few times? Oh, yeah. A few times. I looked down into Old Smith's mouth and uh, saw the steam coming up and uh, never saw any, uh, any what do you call it, hot lava. Mm. I guess, uh, I guess uh, this last eruption... All that went down the other side of the mountains, so I didn't really get any glimpse of that. I wasn't really that curious because, you know, it's hot. You know, you sound like a practical man. Yeah, yeah. So now, you know, there's a lot. There's there's countless South Seas islands out here. Some of them have legends, and some of them have. Uh, have uh, mysteries associated with them. And some of them are big and some of them are small. This is kind of a small one. And he says, I think that the, uh, the native South Sea Islanders called this island, oh, I can't remember the name anymore, but I think that it used to be called the hunting. And if, if, if that's what they called it, then it's very likely that maybe there were pigs here at one point and they hunted them to extinction. It's possible. A lot of the islands are like that around here. Well, we call it Smith's Island. Hmm. And that's all that counts because it's our island now. Fair enough. Um, are there any uh, natives from other islands that come here frequently or stop in to trade or get supplies? Not really. Hmm. No, we get a we get a couple of seaplanes come in every month that brings us our supplies. Right. Um, 
but we don't produce anything here other than tourists. Yeah, it seems a lot of that's been going on recently in this this neck of the woods. Yeah, if our island was a little bigger, I mean, they could put like a resort hotel up here, but <laughs> I think it's, it's a little small for that. You know, you get a big resort hotel, you got to you support a staff, you got to have all sorts of things, and this island's just too small for that. I think it's better not having a big place like that. You know, we like it. We love this island. It's it's paradise. And we don't think anybody's ever going to bother us. Oh, and there's, well, there's obviously the airport that you came in on. Mm, yes. Yes. Which is basically just a landing strip <laughs> in the jungle. So. Oh, well. I got the Smith person. Anything uh, we need to know about him? Or it seems like everything's named after him. Oh, well, that was back in 1806 that the uh, sea captain that found this island. No, I don't think he was really important at all. Uh, right. I don't honestly even know what his first name was. Just all we know is the old Captain Smith. Old Captain Smith. Hmm. Interesting. Captain yeah. always gets to name the island, I guess, when he finds it. <laughs> Indeed. Of course, he didn't really find it. He's just the first white guy that found it and then put a name on it. Right, right. Uh, Tom, I want to do a psychology uh, roll on him just to make sure that he's not kind of... Okay. I'm convinced, but just want to make sure. Let's see here. And when everybody leaves, I'm going to just kind of hang back. I want to have a real brief chat with him. I made it. Hot seven out of ten. Cool. Uh, he seems perfectly genuine. Okay. All right. So let's assume for now. The, let's let's get into our story. Uh, you got you guys leave, but uh, Cornelius, you said you're going to hang back for a second. So. Yeah, I just wanted to introduce myself to him as a fellow admirer of the sea, and uh, thank him for his time and. Tell him how we want to respect this area, especially an area that he and his um, family and, and friends helped to settle back in the day. And uh, I, even more important than science sometimes is some of the stories that surrounded this area. I know you told us about some of the folks coming and going, but I was curious if you might have any information about uh, other stories or, or mythologies or anything like that, stories uh, about things that happen around here. He's like, well, there's lots of old sea tales about things that go on out there. He says, but but people haven't been on this island for more than a hundred years. So, well, I guess a hundred and hundred and some odd years, but there's just no no real tales. If you want if you want stories like the ones you're talking about, you need to talk to the South Sea Islanders about their islands and stuff like that. Here it's just uh, you know, you want ghost tales? Half the half the expat expat Brits here can tell you ghost tales, but they're all from uh, England. All right. Well, thank you for your time and keep up this beautiful collection you got going here. Okay. All right. So, shall we say that you settle in? You have yourself some drinks. You enjoy your evening. The 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 weather is lovely. It's 
just warm enough to be very comfortable, just cool enough to be the sea breeze coming on to be very comfortable. Um, there's the deafening sound of lots of insects on the island, uh, but you're kind of used to that if you're if you've ever been to an island. Um, you constantly hear the ocean, uh, but the the ocean doesn't crash on the island. It just sort of laps up against the it makes a constant noise, and uh, and you you eventually go to sleep very comfortably, and you wake up the next morning. And uh, you're all ready to go. You're all packed up and ready uh, for your excursion. So, Morning, guys. Unless you want to do something else. Well, I think we should maybe grab a breakfast and head on up, huh? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Do you have breakfast at the diner? And yeah, but, and... I'd like to stop and get a machete too, just to help. Same. Okay, easily yeah. picked up at the. Yeah, same here. Maybe um, I don't know if I would have thought ahead to do this, but probably some thick leather boots because I heard the the lava can tear up shoes like nothing. Yeah, you don't want to wear flip flops up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, well, you wouldn't be wearing flip flops anyway. You would have. And maybe pick up some rope if we've not already got some in case there's any climbing involved so we're okay. sorted already ahead of you on that okay so you get the things that you need and you you have your breakfast and you start out on your hike um uh the first hour or so you are um about a hundred feet up above the ocean uh, with the mountain on your uh, on your left hand side going up and the ocean down below uh, and as you work your way around, you can see places up at the at the top of the volcano where uh, the lava obviously flowed over and uh, places where the jungle is burned um, and pretty much stripped away. Eventually, uh, after another couple of hours, you, you're going higher up on the, onto the mountainside, and uh, everybody do a spot hidden. Thirty-five out of sixty. Okay. Re re regular pass. I feel like I'm cheating, but I'm not. I got a zero two, so an extreme success. Okay. So Didn't make I'll, it. I've been spending my time uh, sketching out the area. Well, Albert and Cornelius, uh, as you're, you're kind of up towards the front, um, you notice as you're coming around some, you know, some tropical trees and things like that, up on the mountainside, you are starting to see exactly what the guy had talked about. It's some sort of a structure. Now, your first impression is you're seeing definitely a right angle. And it looks like the corner of a building just jammed into the, into the mountainside. Um, as, you, as you walk around, uh, getting closer to it, but also skirting around the, the backside of the, the volcano, 
you're looking up at it, and I'd say it's probably about 300 feet higher up on the mountain than you are. Um, you think that there are places that you should be able to climb up to it fairly easily. Um, it looks like there was a rock slide and that as the rocks came down, they tore away part of the mountainside and this structure was revealed. The odd thing is, is that the angles of it are, it's, it's not level. It's sticking out kind of at an odd angle from the mountainside. And giving it almost like a pyramid sort of shape to it, the way you're looking at it. Um, it also seems to have more angles than you expected. It's not just a square corner. It's, it's maybe it's, it's part of something that's somewhat, I don't know how to describe it, multi, uh, like a polyhedron sticking out of the mountain. It's very odd. Um, and uh, our, uh, Dr. Alex, uh, Dr. Kaufman, you're thinking um, that it, it should be fairly easy to get up to. Uh, Dr. Naomi, you're thinking that the ground looks loose enough that excavation of the thing, whatever it is, might be pretty easy. You know, the ground is loose at this point in time. Um, so anyways, you're standing here observing it and trying to figure out how you're going to get up to it. Um, what do you want to do? Look to the other guy and say, hey, uh, good, good eyes, guys. I missed that. Wow. Yeah, look at those strange, uh, strange angles and corners that thing has. Seen that it is odd. Well, it looks if like we I could, we could uh, climb up it if we need to. It looks like. Okay. Yeah, it looks pretty loose around there. I could see. Yeah. Hmm. If I use my camera lens, could I zoom in and see? Does it look like it's uh, concrete or like uh, earthen or? Yes. Um, yeah, definitely putting binoculars to it. Go yeah. ahead and do a spot hidden. Spot hidden too? Well, he's using his, uh, oh, you've got your binoculars? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. 39. Got an extreme. Okay. Um, Albert, what you see is that the color of the, the structure and the color of the loose rock is pretty close to the same color. So it might be made out of the same sort of a basalt. Uh, I mean, volcanoes are almost entirely basalt. So it might be made out of basalt blocks, though you can't really see any discernible blocks. Okay, you're, you're seeing just the shape. Okay. Uh, Dr. Naomi, you're looking through it and you're actually rather concerned because you also don't see any blocks. You see 
almost a smooth wall. Um, there's places where it's damaged, uh, but you don't know how this this wall could look like this if if you know if it was like a castle wall you would be able to discern blocks. In this case, it doesn't look like blocks. It looks hmm. like one big solid thing. You also think that you're glimpsing something over the wall, but it doesn't look, it, 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 you're, you're not, you, you can't see it from this angle very well. Is it, is it, are they towers? But, uh, are they round? They're, they're oddly shaped and they're at the wrong angle for the wall. If the wall top is like this, they're kind of like this angle. It's it, just, it's none of, nothing about it makes that good of a sense. Um, geologist. You guys didn't put what you are. I can't remember. I, I'm the geologist. <laughs> I, uh, what what uh, Bruce wants to do is the kind of loose stone that's obviously shifted and come down uh -huh. the hillside really having a look at what kind of the composition of the, the stone is and is it just volcanic rock? Is it something else? It's, almost all, out? it's all, almost all basalt. Basalt. Mm. I don't know if you pronounce it basalt or basalt. Um, basically volcanic rock. And uh, as you look at it, it's, it's, it's fairly fresh. The mm -hmm. island itself is probably only a few thousand years old. So the rock doesn't have the, the quality of something that's really, really old. This is not unusual for a volcano. You know, volcanoes are fairly new structures. Uh, eventually they wear away, but uh, they, wouldn't have, they wouldn't have the same quality as a mountain, you know, or, or anything like that. So you're not really surprised at that. But what I'm, what, when you look up at it, you're not using uh, you're not using binoculars or anything yet. But the, when you look up at it, it almost gives you a queer feeling as if the shape of it was more crystalline than uh, than physical structure. And you're sort of to yourself, you're sort of thinking, what if this is just a, an optical illusion? What if these are just large crystals like halo mm -hmm. or Mm. You know, like the Devil's Causeway or something, and it looks like a structure, but in fact, it's not a structure. You'll have to get up closer to it. Yeah, I mean, perhaps when Naomi mentions, you know, some of the things that you're kind of spotting, uh, Bruce would be suggesting maybe it's a, a natural formation. That's why you're not seeing any blocks. It's not actually built, you know, a natural formation and could maybe be. crystal formation, partly, you know, in a rock. But obviously, it's volcanic stone that's been uh, shifted here quite clearly. And we need to get up there, I think, guys. Um, climb up. We've got the ropes. Uh, I'm quite a good climber. I don't know what, how you guys are. How safe is this going to be there, Mr. Bruce? Are we uh, in, at risk of a rock slide? Uh, I, well, I don't think so. I think we need to be careful, you know. But uh, if it gets bad on the way up, we can obviously maybe make a camp and then move up from there if, it's, if it gets difficult. Um, you have basically three, uh, three ways up. Um, 
there, there are lava flows. Most of them are still warm, but you can walk on them. Um, there is the jungle going up in that direction. And then there is the rock slide itself, which is mostly at this point scree, which will slide when you walk on it. You know, it'll be like, it'll be like two steps up, one step back, two steps up, one step back. So you'll be walking like this. Perhaps if we go via the jungle, we might be able to get some leverage to help us up the steep climb. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then uh, we could probably forge a path uh, if we take it slow and, and uh, use some of our tools to you know help along. Okay. Well, everybody do me dex rolls. Get the pass. 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 Fail. And when I need to roll, well, I don't. 76. All right. <laughs> um, well, Dr. Bruce and Dr. Cornelius, um, both of you stumble a little going up, and you can both lose one hit point of damage just from sliding and busting your knee or, you know, like that. But for the most part, you guys make it closer and closer. And you finally come out onto a rock outcropping, and you have actually gone up slightly above part of that structure and then come over to it. And as you clear the part of this, this uh, rock sticking out of the, the volcano, you get a, your first really good glimpse, close-up glimpse of this structure. It's definitely a structure. Uh, it has fairly high walls that are oddly angled, not only like a, uh, like a fortress. Some fortresses have multi, you know, have a polygon, a polygon sort of shape, but at different angles too. So the angles of these walls don't necessarily match up. They're, they're odd. They very definitely have a sort of crystalline feel to them in that they mimic the shape of certain kinds of crystals. Uh, they might have uh, you know, 30 degree angles going around one side that also shift in another direction as they go. In the center of these is are, are four structures that also seem somewhat crystalline, but they're spiral sort of shaped. And the tops of these spirals come out right on the top of the wall. Uh, it's very bizarre. Uh, uh, Dr. Naomi, you've never seen any kind of structure like this ever uh, in any civilization. Um, it very definitely looks like it was constructed. Carved out of the stone? Maybe carved out of the stone, right. Or grown, possibly. Uh, like, for dealing with crystals. If it was like a crystal, yeah, it might have been grown. And you definitely see a couple of places, especially on these spiral sort of structures, 
that look like doorways. Although are the shapes? Are, sorry. I, I was just going to say that the doorways are not like that either. They're strange angular shapes. I've never seen anything like this before. This is, it has all the earmarks of a structure, but it's like it was either carved out or dare I say grown out of the rock. But are, I, the are the shapes reminiscent of nautical type creatures or no? Like you talked about spirals and stuff like that. Is it kind of like? <clears throat> Not really. Okay. Um, it's a, it would be a good, it would be, an, it's an interesting guess. And may, I mean, maybe, but it's definitely something very bizarre. And it's, it's definitely made out of basalt. I'm going to, I'm just say basalt. That's the word way I'm going to say that word. I believe All it's right. basalt. But basalt? It's basalt. That sounds even better. <laughs> All right. Um, um, I suggest to Albert that he gets some pictures of us all standing in front of the structures. Yeah, this is, that, I don't think any of us have ever seen anything like this. So there's nothing in terms of Bruce's uh, geological knowledge that there's anything strange about the actual stone or the, or the crystal. Well, you is haven't it, actually walked up to it yet. However, okay, right. And most yeah. of it is still buried in the mountain. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Dr. Bruce, go ahead and do a, uh, a spot hidden. Oh, nice zero four. Okay. There are places uh, that you can see uh, on, on either side where it looks like it's going directly into the mountain because you've got rough rock and then you've got the structure going into it so that's strange too um so in one sense almost like uh you've got the spirals and the structure and it's going leading in towards the, the in, mountain in, deep, deeper right and of yeah. course there was rock slides so so part of it is buried um, so I, i'll let the guys know that that's maybe a possibility i, I think this is a, a real this could be at the first of its kind guys um, we really need to go and investigate this. I agree. This is a this is an uncommon find, to be sure. My gosh! All right. So as you approach it, um, Doctor uh, Doctor Bolt, once again, yeah, do a spot hidden. Here, uh, I'm sorry. Do a geology. Yeah. Oh, failed. Oh. Does the geologist fail? Seventy <laughs> percent as well. That was terrible. Uh, volcanologist, why don't you do, do a, a, a volcanology? That's a sixty-three. Okay. Uh, when you look at the physical structure of the wall itself. Um, you can tell that it is also made out of volcanic basalt. However, the density of the rock is different. This 
structure is made out of basalt that is, in your opinion, millions of years older than the volcano itself. Um, do a sanity roll on that one because that's mind-boggling to you. I'm glad I failed my roll now. I mean, well, when he tells you, Dr. Pass. <laughs> and you confirm it, uh, we'll take one point of sanity damage. It's, it's, it's impossible. It's, it's just impossible. I'm having a hard time trying to figure this out here. I mean, I can understand if maybe it was like blocks that were transported here. Stuff that would make sense, but there's no blocks. This is like it's carved. Um, Dr. Bolt, do you think that this might have been carved out of a piece of the uh, mountain that was actually older than the rest of the island? Uh, it's kind of like the chicken or the egg. What came first, you know? Exactly. And did the structure come first and the volcano has gradually kind of formed around it? That's what I would gather. I imagine mm -hmm. that this may sound a little bit weird and I may be a little bit of a fish out of wa water, so to speak, up on the side of a volcano. Uh, but uh, if this volcanic island formed, it is possible that perhaps, and hear me out, perhaps this structure was underwater originally and was erupted upward. Uh, when the volcanic island formed and became part of it. Or it could have been that the uh, <clears throat> structure was above water, sank, mm. and then came up again. And some there, have been a few, there have uh, been a few structures that uh, I am aware of that uh, have done that but, um, and have been documented, but uh, not on this kind of scale. And the structure leads into the mountain. So I, either the the gradually the, the land and the the mountain and the volcano has kind of climbed up the side of the structure. It could have been here all along, if it's that old, which is hard to believe. But it's certainly a lot older than the the, the volcano. Well, in the mind-boggling aspect, of course, is what civilization built this? I mean, I haven't seen anything like this since I've seen some of Frank Gehry's work. Hmm. The I've never seen there. anything like this at all. This is this is like, wow. I've never heard of anything like this. I've never seen anything like this. I couldn't even pretend to guess who made this. Perhaps we should get a little closer and see if we can examine for any symbols or markings on this that might give us an idea of the culture, Professor Brookhaven? I agree. Uh, it's, let's get up there. Let's get, a, let's get a closer look. Well, you are able to get up onto the structure, and you are basically a few feet away from the opening into one of these spirals, um, these spiral towers. Uh, and the, uh, the spiral towers lead downward, I should say. Uh, they stick up a little bit above the uh, uh, the structure. So imagine, if you will, a high wall and these towers inside of the high wall, and you are actually up on the high wall. So you can get into the spiral structure and go down. Um, otherwise, it would be like a few, you know, uh, meters jump down to the, the floor below. And none of the angles are 
level. Uh, the angle you're standing on is at an odd angle. And if you go into the spiral, the floor is at a, a, a very odd angle. And uh, you have to almost put one foot on the floor and steady yourself against the wall in order to walk to, you know, because the odd floor is like this. I'd like to take a look at the uh, area around the spirals here first before considering going inside. Okay. And uh, see if, you know, we can like, you know, uh, perhaps unearth more of the structure. Um, you know, even if it's just a little bit to confirm that it goes into the mountain. Um, you know, just uh, check check this out and, and, and document it. I got my sketch pad out. Um, uh, Albert, you notice that when you take a photograph of the uh, uh, of the the structure itself that there's kind of an odd play of the light on the structure uh, if you use a flash you get a kind of a uh, a washing out effect of the picture even where the angles turn away from you they seem to reflect the light right back at the camera and so you're not sure how well these photos are going to turn out they're going to be bleached you're going to have to do something with the f-stop and stuff to get the to get the light to to to, to be lessened um, you also notice that there seems to be more color in the wall than what you would expect. Uh, basalt, I think, is mostly a kind of a dark gray, but when the light flashes on it, it's almost the, a rainbow effect coming back at you, a spectrum sort of effect, like crystals. Mm, okay. The walls, however, are fairly smooth. Um, there's a little bit of pitting from age, uh, but they're fairly smooth. Uh, uh, Dr. Kaufman, do a, a, vol, a volcanologist role. Sixty-eight. Yeah. <laughs> Use your Vulcan power. Um, the more you look at the structure, the more now I suppose everybody's looking at the structure. They're looking at everything. The more you look at the structure, the more you get this weird notion that it was formed when the rock was molten because there are no seams, there are no blocks. You know of no technology that could do something like that. Or either that or the passages were melted out of the, uh, the rock. It's got to be something else, but you get the definite feeling that this structure was made while the, the rock was molten. Somehow it was formed. It's almost like someone created this when it was hardening almost. 
but no one was here. Like it was cast right out of the right out of the uh, lava. Looks that way, yeah. Can we try to extract a sample of the substance and perhaps test it? I will assume that the geologist brought a pick. Like, let's see what this thing's made out of, and if we can. And I'd love to see, just for personal curiosity, I know that the respected Dr. Kaufman says that it may have been formed from the volcanic substances, but I'd love to get a little piece of the rock that's right around it, uh, that's part of the mountain, to see if we could see if there's any um, aquatic, uh, aquatic fossils of some sort that have been prematurely fossilized or petrified. Okay. Um, well, let's see, Dr. Uh, to analyze the rock itself, Dr. Bolt would have to do that with his. Yeah, no problem. I'd, I'd try and take some samples and. Okay. It, uh, it, it does. It chips away. I mean, it, it's rock, but you know, with a good strong hit, you, you can break pieces of it off. Um, both, both from the rock outside and the rock of the structure itself. Um, Every time he swings his his pick pick at it, and he hits the rock, I'm going to yell, "Ow!" My heart. I'm just, I'm just messing with you, Doc. Okay. I think there might be something wrong with our photographer, guys. It, it does, it <laughs> does make a rather loud ringing noise, but then that's kind of what you expect. Um, and it echoes, it echoes around the structure. Um, to your best analysis, it is in fact basalt. Um, you confirmed with the volcanologist that it is millions of years old. It is far closer to the kind of density of rock that you would find in the Rocky Mountains or Yellowstone Park. Um, not something you'd find on a South Sea island. And it, it comparing it to the actual rock of the island, the rock of the island is way, way, way younger than the, than the structure. Well, by now, I think Bruce is desperate to follow this path. And is it winding down on the inside? It's or, winding or? down in a spiral, correct. Yeah. Um, are you up for coming down, guys? Um, I, I want to see where this goes. I want to see if there's any change in the formation as we go in. I'll, Albert, you need to take as many photos as you can. I hope you've got lots of film with you. Yep, I got film, and I got more than one camera, so I'll, I'll be shooting away. Perhaps we could take a second to listen, and if this has good acoustics like a shell, perhaps we might be able to hear something if there's anything inside, rather than run across some sort of critter. Well, you do in fact hear that sort of uh, hollow uh, roar. It's not really, you know what I mean? Like when you listen to a shell. The sound of the sea or the wind. Yeah, yeah, but it's just, it's just basically the, uh, the structure itself that's acoustically... Uh, causing that um but you don't hear anything else um maybe you know once again you hear insects and you hear birds outside and things like that um the walls are other than their color uh and this strange sort of uh, crystalline uh effect when uh, when albert flashes um they're pretty much featureless uh they're just smooth uh, not glassy smooth, but like like a, a wall. A wall, you know, it's just slightly rough, but 
it's because it's rock. Uh, and like I say, once again, there are occasional pits. And there are places where it was damaged by the rock slide. But uh, you're, not in, you're not in the damaged area. Now, as you go, you, of course, have to fl flip on your, your uh, flashlights. You guys, I, guys, I would uh, warn you, let's not go in too far just yet. I mean, we still got a lot of time, still a lot to see on this thing. We can go, we can go delve real deep later, but do be careful. We don't know what we're going to come across. And please, for the love of God, uh, he says to the photographer, please warn us before you shoot a flash. Yeah, because you guys also notice that when the flash goes off, you're also kind of blinded by the, by the flash. It reflects on the walls. And are, are we safe walking? You know, it's not, you know, about the angles and such. Are, are we in danger of falling? Do we need to get the rope out and kind of have a, have a rope going between if, us? And if you slipped and fell, it's not like you're going down a staircase. Mm. So you wouldn't roll. Um, but it is tricky because the angles are odd and the angles change as you're going and the passageway for some reason turns in an odd direction and there is an oddness to the ceiling that at certain points the ceiling itself is like this. That, that's an important point. What you, you can imagine for a moment that the whole structure was knocked sideways and that's why the floor is at an angle. However, the ceiling above the floor is not parallel to the floor. So you're not sure if that's the case. You don't know for sure. There you go. So, I mean, it's pretty disorienting. It's a little disorienting, but it's not, it's not, it's not like there are optical illusions created. It's just, very strange. It's like the uh, the structure is somewhat haphazard. Um, it makes absolutely no sense to Doctor uh, Doctor Brookhaven why this kind of a structure would be built. It it doesn't seem to accommodate people living here. You know, you couldn't. The people don't live with the floors at one angle and the ceiling at another angle and the walls. At, at different angles. So you keep going back to this idea that maybe it was, it's a, it's a natural structure. It's just really, really weird. You can also tell that uh, uh, maybe 40 or 50 feet below you, there's a place where the spiral opens out uh, onto the the flatter part of the structure. He didn't warn us. Flash. Yeah. Flash. Ow. A little late. We should we should let him go first, really explore it out ahead of us. <laughs> no. Any any writing? Any symbols? Nothing so far. And uh, uh, did you say Tom it's opening up now? Yeah, towards the bottom of the spiral, you can see that it opens up into a larger area. Um, but you haven't really gone down there. I mean, you can you can see this, but you're still a ways up the tower. 
I'd say let's wait before we go down there. Let's go outside and, and document as much as we can and maybe go back to base and do some tests on the rock and, you know, maybe try and, maybe try and uh, put our minds together on, on this a little further. Well, now realize you did just get here like five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think Bruce is so enamored with the whole thing. He just wants to really get into it and see where this is all going because in one sense, the, the rock itself isn't, completely bizarre the formation of it is so i think the thing that's in in my mind is what the heck has caused this and and maybe the further we go in we'll maybe see you know strange uh say volcanic uh situations or other things that have actually caused the whole formation because nobody can could have built it you know it's too old it's impossible so yeah, I don't know I what we to, got I here. To be perfectly honest. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Are we going, guys? Can we keep going, or do you want to do something else? Let's keep going further. How about the the obvious? Um, as we're entering these doors and we're looking down the stairway, are 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 we like on the same scale as human type construction? Yeah, I'd say so. All right. Let's. I mean, the ceiling, the odd angled ceiling, is only about maybe 15 feet above you. Okay. The whole structure in width is about 15, 15 feet wide. Maybe this is just like early human construction. They're just really bad at it. Could be anything. Really Let's bad or really good. Let's go in, see if we can find something. Mm. Maybe there's treasure in there. <laughs> okay. Well, if we do, let's just take it take it slow and uh, not take any further. If it goes down further than what we can see there, I would recommend us coming back up and then just spend the rest of the day on the outside and then make a, make a plan for the inside later. All right. Well, you go down only another maybe 50 feet before there is, a, 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 once again, an opening uh, to another area. Um, the, 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 the thing you note is that the door once again is at an odd angle. Um, and it's not the same as the one upstairs. It's, it's an, an entirely different shaped door. Um, the more you start thinking about the randomness of these angles, the more you begin to think that it's got to be crystalline and you guys are reading more into it than it's actually there um, I would like Albert to do a spot hidden uh, and there it's not entirely clean in here either there's rock and and dirt and stuff that's fallen scree that's fallen from the, the, the rock you know so there's there's dust and dirt and everything it's not like it's polished glass or anything. Uh, pass, 40 out of 60. All right. Something catches your eye on the floor, a pile of rubble, and you go over to it and give it just a little kick. And there's a skull. Only the skull is very dark 
like uh, like it's been there for ages and ages, and it's not quite human. Even I can tell it's not human. Yeah, it's too oddly shaped. Maybe a monkey, an ape. Professor, I think I found something. What'd you find there? Uh, Professor Naomi to uh, um, archaeology. Fletch. <laughs> Ow. And that's kind of appropriate because I missed on that. You Ow. look at it. Uh, you look at the skull. It's extremely light. It's been it's very old. The, the, the structures on the, on the head are, are odd. You, you begin to tremble and shake a little bit. You're thinking this, this could be pre-Cro-Magnon man. This could be a hominid. This could be something Dr. Leakey would freak over. I'm going to take a couple sanity on this one here because this should not be here at all. Oh my God. That's not supposed to be here. What is it? Not at all. That is a, that's a early hominid skull. We're talking, we're talking like out of Africa. Pre-human. 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 Out of Africa. This is something that it, if, if we found it in Africa, maybe in in Central Asia, and I and I hesitate to say maybe. It would be expected, but this Things here just got a lot more weird, guys. I think we may be out of our element. It would definitely be the find of the century. I mean, yeah, it, we may be out of our element, but I mean, you found something that's pretty impressive. Certainly try to find some stuff to go with this uh, to take back for the findings. We I don't mean, want to take anything back right now. What we want to do is document as much as we can and get a full archaeological team in on, on this. I mean, we're talking, we're, we're, we're looking at National Geographic at the very least here, gentlemen, for all of us. I mean, no one migrated to this area until the Paleolithic era, right? Like it was a, a long time after. We're only, that's only going on what we know. Dr. Cornelius, do a spot hidden. Oh, okay. 23. What's my spot hidden? Seems pretty good. Uh, 23 out of 40. Okay. When you say uh, Neolithic, um, you just instinctively look down at the pile of rock where the skull was, and you suddenly reach down and pick up what definitely looks like a Neolithic tool of some sort, a rock 
that's been chipped in order to make a, like a cutting instrument or, or something sharpened on one end. Dr. Worthington, put that back down where you found it. Made out of volcanic glass. He's picked it up already. He's looking at it. He's very uh, impressed by this. Put it back down as close to where you found it as possible. Albert, get your camera over here right now. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is this is Neolithic. He puts it down. This is Neolithic. Yes, it is. And we don't need to be disturbing it. We need to have it documented so that when we get our fellows back here that they can properly handle it. This whole town knows this is here. This stuff isn't going to be here when we get back. No, the whole town doesn't know this is here. All they know is that, that people are just talking stuff. Don't Where you do realize you know about this? all it takes is one person to come up here besides us. You told, yep. a, you told an 85-year-old man a story about a structure up here. You think he hasn't told people? Flash. I mean, this place is small. Everyone knows everyone. And I swear to God, he turns his flashlight directly in the eyes of Albert Finkel and says, I swear to God, not again. <laughs> Professor Naomi, this is going to make your career for the rest of your life. This is it. You this are the... All of our careers, if we handle this properly. Then and let's I, handle it properly. Yes. And he Don't puts pick up anything unless, you, um, unless we document it first. Document this. Well... <laughs> Then he puts it in his bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do spot hidden to see if he does that. Is there, is no, there one for me? <laughs> is there one for me, Cornelius? Can I Dr. get one? Dr. Worthington put it back. We don't want to remove anything here. Gentlemen, what have you seen? Is there anything that's of note from you guys? God, who brought, who brought the chick along? <laughs> <laughs> what about the... Well, to me, obvious question, is the rest of the skeleton there? Is it just the skull? Uh, well, there's, there's fairly large quantities of rock and, and dirt in the area. Uh, it's possible that the rest of it is buried there. I'm going to carefully try and look to see if I can find some more bones. Okay. Um, go ahead and do a spot hidden for me. No. Yeah, you don't. You you, uh, you you what you do is you basically you pull out a paint a small small little paintbrush and you start doing this. Here, let me help. Uh, <laughs> do you really do that, Albert? I'm gonna do that, but not quite that extreme. I'll, I'll no, say, hey, hey, wait, wait, wait! Come on. Here, we gotta take this slow. We gotta take this easy. Don't want to disturb well, anything. Mr. Mr. Finkel, we have to document things before we move them. Oh, okay. Um, Albert. I, I sort of lose interest and in I'm starting to look. <laughs> Maybe there's another skeleton over here. Um, well, where, where we are and where this site is, is there any other passageways or anything off of this area? Um, you can see that almost immediately the area that you are in opens into a much larger area. Um, you're pretty sure that uh, maybe 40 or 50 feet from you is the entrance to another spiral, the one going up that's over there. Mm -hmm. um, this room itself is kind of, uh, once again, the floor is at an odd angle. 
the ceiling is at an odd angle, but you can't see all the way across the room with your flashlights. You know, it's kind of dim seeing that far, but you can wander around a bit. It doesn't look like there's much in this room. Uh, if I shout out, does it kind of echo around the chamber or is it just kind of lost in the, in the yeah, vastness no, of it? It, it, kind of, it kind of echoes. Uh, you can see that the room itself is probably only about 100 feet across. And when you are doing this with your flashlight, trying to look around, there are a couple of moments, yeah, like that, when your, your, your flashlight really flashes back at you. Like uh, a, mirror, a mirrored surface? Or yeah, a flash, and you're, you're pretty surface. sure that it might be this effect that you're getting with the flashing and the, and the stone. But there's, there's something you're pretty sure on the, on the far side of the room that is bright and is flashing back at you as you're... As you're I'm gentleman and lady, look at this, and I'm, I'm trying to recreate the effect when I'm, when I'm putting the torch across it. Um, let's go and investigate this. Let's go and check out. This looks like a glassy surface or something. Is it Be ice? careful, or is it crystalline? Well, it's far too, it's far too yeah. warm here to be ice. I, sus I suspect... Yeah, I think with the crystal element of the whole structure, I think it could be a glassy. Let's go. And, I'm going to go and check it anyway. I'm going to go and check it out. Okay. I'll assist. I'll accompany him for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, and then we'll get a slab of beer, mate. Doctor Naomi, are you continuing to dig? Yeah, I'm. 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 Okay. I'm they're not. For... They're not getting out of your sight. You can see them. Yeah. Over there. All right. So the rest of you walk across this room and this very funny sort of optical illusion takes over as you're walking. And the reason why is, as I said, the floor and the ceiling are at odd angles. Um, your brain starts to take the whole room in your mind and level it out. And it looks like you're all walking like your like your like the gravity is off. It's like one of those mystery mystery shacks where it looks it's like, like a, you're, a fun house. Right. Um, it's it it's somewhat entertaining, but it's weird. Um, all right. As you approach, uh, you're about thirty feet from the other doorway uh, to the spiral going up, and there are five places in the wall where it looks like there are mirrors. Um, they're oddly angled. And as you approach them, what, you look, what it looks like you're looking at is like a single facet in a crystal of some sort that's embedded in the wall. Uh, only the flat surface is parallel to the wall. So it is like a mirror. And it seems to be of a crystal that is a kind of a light, pale blue. It's very polished, very shiny. You can see your reflections in it quite clearly. And you can see the reflections of the room behind you in the, uh, 
in the the glass, the, the crystal. And there Is are it, five five of these along the wall. Would would Bruce have seen any kind of uh, composition like that before at all? Sapphire, but these sapphires would be monstrously huge. Um, it, it, you're not sure. It, it, it might be sapphire, but these would be sapphire crystals. Would be. So, so this is um, this is through the door into the spiral, or before it? Are we actually in the kind of entrance of the the spiral going no, up the, the way? Spiral spiral entrance is about twenty feet to one side. Okay. The other one is behind you, back over where uh, Doctor Naomi is. And these are just on the wall. There doesn't seem to be any uh, any reason why they're here. They're just like growing out of the wall. Um, it, it's not like they're positioned to reflect, like reflect to light against each other. No, they're no. they're all they're all one after the other, flat. And um, I would like you all to do spot hiddens. Fail. Pass. Pass. Hard pass. Thirteen. Okay. Actually, not you, Professor Naomi. You're on the other side of the room. Okay. I mean, um, one thing I do want to do while everybody's looking about is: can you actually see? Is there any transparency? Can you see through? You know, if you're moving the torch about, can you see beyond the surface, or is it purely reflective? You're not sure. It seems. It seems like they're definitely like um like i say crystal like they're clear and it's just the fact that there's nothing on the other side that's that's you know to, to, to cause it not to reflect so you're getting all the reflection back from them um who passed uh okay as you're looking in, into the reflection um you get the uncanny feeling that the room that you're seeing in your reflection the room that your reflections in is a little different. Um, are there there markings on the floor? Um, and they're they're odd markings. They're they remind you somewhat of mathematical calculations of some sort, uh, though they're not in you know standard math. There are angles and there are circles and there's stars and, and, and strange things like that that are all drawn on the floor. Um, Finkel, can you, yeah. can you come take a look at this? See if, see if you can capture it on a photograph? Yeah. There's probably going to be a lot of reflection. I'm going to try to angle the camera to... So the, the light. I shut my eyes. Okay. All right. So you take your flash, and there's definitely something. You're really anxious now to find out what's on that film when you see it yeah. because yeah. it does look when you when you flash, it flashes back, it hits the ground beneath your feet. And it almost looks like there's some sort of markings. Uh, but when you look down at your feet, 
there's a heavy layer of dust and dirt, and you don't see any kind of markings. Can I then use my flashlight and then do the same thing and try to look at the reflection but not the floor? In other words, yeah. kind of with the with the steady light of a flashlight, I might see it better than an actual flash. Definitely, there's there's markings, but you don't see dust in the reflection. Do a sanity. That's not normal. Do a sanity. I'm going to touch the surface of this thing. Okay. Uh, it's it's fairly. I mean, it's colder than the air around you, but it's not, it's not cold. Uh, it's perfectly smooth, like glass. If I put my ear up against it, can I hear anything? Or does any, any sound carry through it? Or is there any sound? When you put your ear up it, against it, you can hear, you think you can hear, a vague musical sort of vibration. Intriguing gentleman and and lady. Uh has got over there. Nothing. We're just documenting things. Uh there seems to be some sort of a, a musical vibration to this. Hey, what? Documentation. Paper pen. Right. We're talking about good vibrations. Cornelius, it, it reminds you of like a tuning fork. That's so strange. Do you have a tuning fork, Dr. Bolt? I don't think uh, that's something that he would I'm do. not sure. <laughs> I'm going to just kind of wrap my knuckle on it a couple times and listen. Okay. When you wrap your knuckle against it, it, it makes the sound that you would think as if you were wrapping your knuckle against a window. So there's a slight vibration that makes a sound but that's all. Um, but I'd like something you, knocks back. I'd like you to. I'd like you to all do spot hidden. Not you, Doctor Naomi. Doctor Naomi, you aren't finding anything more. Okay. Yeah. Oh no! I'm shouting her over. I rolled a hundred. Okay. That's so, an extreme pass. All, all that means, Dr. Cornelius, is that you're, you're turning your head like this. <laughs> so you're, you're listening. You're not really looking. Uh, any of you pass? I failed. Extreme. Okay. Uh, Dr. Bruce, at this particular moment, you look back over towards Dr. Naomi and... Uh, you're thinking, you know, if she doesn't find anything over there, she should come and take a look at this. Uh, Dr. Kaufman and Albert, you're looking into the glass and something comes out of the shadows behind you in the reflection and how to describe what this thing is. It's, it's a creature. It's a creature that looks like some sort of nightmare, uh, unimaginable nightmare. It has 
uh, a long, elongated sort of head. It's, it's about three feet off the ground. It walks on all fours, except that it's got more than four legs. It's got strange sort of spider claw looking things. It seems to be a creature that was skinned. It's, it's got muscles and sinews that are blood red. And it sort of vibrates in the light. It has multiple eyes on its head that shine green in the light. And it has a horrible gaping mouth filled with thousands of needle-like teeth. And it sees you and it's right behind you. Sanity roll. Remember, you're looking in a mirror. Ooh. I got a 93. See, sometimes it's... That'd be uh, a fail. That'd be an 80. Uh, if you failed, 1d4. Uh, if, when I see that, I'm going to just scream and run forward. <laughs> well, I think you both scream and you actually jump towards the mirror because you think that the thing is right behind you. Mm-hmm. Only there's nothing behind you. So when you look back, there's nothing in the room. When you look forward into the reflection, it's there. Now, Dr. Bolt and Dr. Cornelius, when you see them suddenly scream and react like this, the first thing you do is you look at them and think, what the hell is wrong with you? And they're looking behind them, so you're looking behind them. And then you look at them and you can see this thing on the other side of the glass and it's sort of leaping up towards the glass like an animal in a cage scratching at the at the mirror from the other side and trying to get them it's so not in our not in our room but in the other side of the glass right. as if it's coming through it looks in the mirror like it's right here with you yeah but it's just in there well, uh, Bruce shouts out to the guys get back from get, get back from the mirrors and take a, take a sanity roll. Yeah. I'm jumping up to my feet going, what's going on in there? If I pass, the, what, what do we take if we pass? If you pass, take two points of damage. And I failed, and I do what? Four? D, one D4. For three. So you're, you're all just horrified at whatever this thing is. And it seems to, it scratches at the, at the glass. You hear absolutely nothing. No sound whatsoever from it. <clears throat> the only sound you hear is your own heart beating. Hey, maybe we should go outside and uh, take some documents. The thing drops to the ground. The thing drops to the ground and it begins moving back and forth, looking at you. And it actually leaves this mirror and moves to the one next to you over here and it's still there and it's looking at you and it's walking back and forth. 
Maybe Naomi could bring a bone over and we'll throw it a bone. It does have qualities that seem to be like a dog, like some sort of a hunting beast. So I'm glad I didn't hit the mirror with my hammer. Um, what do we do? Do we get out of here? I, I, I shout over to Naomi and tell her what's happening. There's Let's get out. You're not going to come and see this thing now? Cor Cornelius is going up the slope right now. Like he's <laughs> making his way up that slope. <laughs> Let's get out of here. All right. So you guys are going to turn and run? The, the, other, the other spiral, where that takes us in a different direction, yeah? Right. Do you want to go up the other spiral? Because that's going up as well. If that's closer, that's where I'm going to go. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm joining up with them. I'll stay with them, I guess. All right. Well, run, Doctor, run, run. Uh, all right. So the four, of, the four of you are moving immediately to that doorway and going up. And if you glance back, you can see that the thing is watching you with its multiple eyes. Dr. Naomi, uh, you don't know what the hell's happened, but as you run past, you shine your flashlight, and you can see the thing in there too. Mm. Only what you see is the thing seems to be doing something on the ground like scratching out some sort of shape on the ground with one of its long spindly claws. And when okay. it scratches the ground, it's like the ground becomes molten at that spot, only in a line. So it's literally making lines on the ground that are staying red hot when it's doing it. And that's in the reflection? That's in the reflection. You see nothing on the ground out here. Okay, I'm going I'm to arbitrarily take sanity for that and run, run right. up to them. How much do I roll for sanity? Go ahead and roll your sanity. And okay. uh, let's see if you fail or not. Um, passed. Okay, just give yourself two sanity. Okay. But I'd like you to also do... Uh, an intelligence roll. Uh, passed with the intelligence roll. Okay. That's actually not good. Um, <laughs> you, you stop in your tracks as the others are, are making for the doorway and you're wondering what, what is it doing? And after a few seconds of it making these symbols on the floor, <coughs> the creature steps over the symbols. And it's almost like it's stepping behind an invisible wall. There's a line. It moves into the line, and it's gone. <coughs> and the lines begin to fade. You don't understand what that means, but it's terrifying. It, it's 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 bizarre. And now you're heading for the others. Yeah, visibly shaken. <coughs> Guys, right. I think we need to get out of here. Get out of here now. 
It's just too weird. It's just just. All right. So you guys hit hit the second spiral. Um, you start up, but it's somewhat clogged with rock and rubble. Part of the spiral has been damaged by the mountain slide. Uh, you could probably still make it up, but you don't actually know what's up there other than rock and a difficult way down the mountain. Do you want to risk climbing over the rock and stuff? I'm quite a good climber, so I could always climb over and see if it's, there's a way through, and if not, we can go back the other way, I suppose. Okay. Dr. Bolt, uh, do a, a, a climb roll. Oh, zero four. Ooh. I'm an expert. Okay. You managed to move around the, the, the rubble, and you can see that there is definitely a way out, but it's a little tricky. Um, and if you slip, you might get hurt. So you can do it rather easily. Um, but if the others want to follow you, they're going to have to do some. See you later, guys. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I explained what's going on. And I think I say, I think we need to go back, back the way we came. We just need to get out of here. Unless you guys well, we can throw you, We can throw you the rope and you can pull us up. Yeah, I can do that. But it, it looks quite I'll difficult. I'll go first. Who has the rope? <laughs> I, I throw the rope down to you. Tie it around my waist. Or a rock. And we uh, both go tumbling down. <laughs> I will I will give you a bonus dice for that one, but you're going to have to do a climb roll. Oh, God. Okay. Thirteen, for, thanks to the bonus die. Okay. So you managed to get up without falling. Everybody else? Uh, you've got the rope, so you can all do a climb roll with a bow. And I'll also help with anchoring the rope up there. Bring me with. I have a strength of 80, so if I need to pull them up, I will. Nice one. They make it look easy. I'm going to go. I let him fall. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, boy. First roll is not good. Second I, I don't make the first, my, my first climb roll. Can I push it? Well, did you do a bonus dice? Yes. Okay. Um, if you push it, you will have to get a hard. And if you fail it, you're going to slide down and probably, uh, uh, possibly break a, break a, uh, your ankle. All right, here goes nothing. I pass. Thanks for the bonus dice. Odd three. Nice. You're very lucky. <laughs> all right. So you all you all manage to get past this obstruction and go back up the spiral. The spiral is different than the other spiral, but it also opens out onto the top of this this wall structure. Now, you probably can't get back over to where you were, but there's a lot of lava on this side. So you should be able to get down this part. There's, there's no jungle on this side. Um, go ahead and uh, let's all do dex rolls, if that's what you're going to do, if you're going to try to go back down this way. Yeah. Sixty passed. 
So hard pass. Hard pass. I think I missed that. What are we doing? Are we heading back to town? Well, you're you're heading back to the path down below, I guess. To the path. Yeah. Is that what I assume that's what you're doing? Is that what you're doing? Because you guys want to get out of here. Yeah. I was to. I feel like we escaped it. Like in my mind, it wasn't directly behind me. It was in the reflection. So when I get to the top, I'm going to stop and listen to see if I hear anything. Just the normal jungle sounds. I, I think we lost it, guys. Well, that's good. Take I a, don't, take what, a picture. What, what was that? That was a creature. Obviously, scary. That is that is the scientific name, and I believe who saw it first was it. Could it be all of the angles and the reflections, and it's really just messed with our minds? I no, saw something. What if it's the altitude? No. You're you're only about uh, six hundred feet up. I, I I saw I I saw something there, and that thing is intelligent. Well, thank you. <laughs> I think we're out of our element here, guys. Let's get out of here. No, no, look. Did you get the skull? No. We need to go get that skull. No, I we said, don't. We need to get I, people who are far more gonna, qualified than us to go. That, that is going to make our lives. I don't exactly if, know how it's going to make my life as an oceanographer, but it is going to make our lives... We need to get other people here. This is this is out of my element, and you know, quite frankly, I do not care about the skull and stuff here. After seeing that thing in there, boys, that we thing, need to, what do you say, boys? We need to radio in for backup. Well, why don't you go to town and radio in for backup, and we'll take care of this. We're, Fine we're by in, me. We're in an, a small island in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's going to be forever <laughs> till anyone can get here. At least a few days. Here's the Albert, thing. Albert, did you get a photograph of that thing? I think I did, but I mean, it's dark down there. I, I don't know if it fully came out or not. Let's assume for a minute, Professor Brookhaven, Naomi, let's, let's assume for a moment that that thing is real and it is sentient, as you say. Are you okay with that thing being here and potentially wiping out this entire town? No, I'm not. But that could be on your heads if we wait for other people to arrive a few months from now. As you well, guys, then how do you propose on handling this situation? This I don't is know. I, damn it, Naomi, I am an oceanographer, not a fighter. Neither as, am I. As you guys are standing there, um, you're still maybe uh, 20 feet from the structure as you're moving away from it, trying to find a safe, safe way down. You hear a low rumble and the ground beneath you shakes just a little bit. You can hear the scree rock, <clears throat> little bits of rock start coming down. Let's get out of here. It's just a trembler, a trembler. We gotta move. I'd like you all to all to do spot hidden though. So. 
Nope. Uh, wait, Fail. Success. I'll 23. All right. Out of 40. Um, Albert and Cornelius. Uh, all right. I could just see it that, that Naomi, uh, Kaufman, and Bolt are facing you guys. You guys are facing them, but you can see the structure behind you. And as you are looking past them up at the structure, on the corner of one wall where two angles come together, you suddenly see a bright red glowing line run down the angle. And as that happens, everything vibrates. It's, it's like a, a small earthquake. But it's, it's like this is glowing red hot right on that very corner, right on the corner itself. Is this an eruption, Dr. Kaufman? It looks like no eruption I've ever seen. Well, it feels like an earthquake. That's, it's a volcanic island. You have earthquakes all the time. But, but it's, it's, the second one was a little stronger. So what are you guys going to do? Gonna just be silent. <laughs> Looking at each other. Do we run? Do we go back into the skull? Dr. Kaufman, what should we do? We're in your territory now, my friend. Oh, I think we need to get out of here. I agree. Let's go. And let's go. Okay. So you start to scramble down over the the, the old uh, the 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 last month's lava flow, and uh, it's it's fairly you know it's got like smooth curves to it however this to put your bare hands on it it's it's pretty damn sharp it's like little little needles little razors um it's rough um you're now about 30 feet away from the structure and making your way down and all of a sudden the ground really shakes violently you hear rubble and rock starting to roll down the hill and uh, go ahead and do a spot hidden for those of you who glance back up at the structure. It's a pass. Pass, pass but barely. Barely pass. Okay. Those of you who can see it, odd markings and symbols have appeared on the wall where this red line is. They're red and glowing the same as the other. Uh, Dr. Naomi, uh, do an intelligence roll. Unfortunately, I passed. You passed. <laughs> um, it suddenly dawns on you that at least a couple of those symbols look like the things the creature was writing on the floor. And Let's get, a, get out, run, run, run. All right. You're now 50 feet away and partway down the hillside when 
the ground now really violently shakes and you see smoke and billowing ash shoot out the top of the volcano. It begins to rumble and you start to see lava flow over the edge of the caldera up above. And as you see this and you look back, this line, this angle that's part of the, the structure, you suddenly see the creature somehow slide into existence out from that angle. And it looks around for just a moment and then becomes and then starts barreling down the hill towards you. You all see this. Sanity. Run. Sanity, and then I trip Finkel. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't have to be the fastest. I just have to be faster. You have to be. <laughs> that Last. would be a fail. Oh, fail. Oh, man. No okay. Good. Those of you who failed needed 1d4. Those of you who failed 1d8. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, I got seven on that, and that seven. puts me that puts me at twelve within the hour. No, that puts you at more than five on on a single roll. Yep, <laughs> I'm at ten yep. within the hour. It's cards time. It's cards time. <laughs> right. Where are my cards? Holy cow! I do. I go into a homicidal rage. <laughs> the Purge of Island Edition. You wouldn't be carrying any water with you, would you, Cornelius? Oh, uh, probably. I'm not, lie. I'm not like carting around ocean water everywhere. <laughs> oh, he found the cards. Lucky us. <laughs> Uh, let's Sam, where did you get those cards? Um, from, uh, I think from uh, Cassium. Yeah. You're going to have to pick, pick some up. There's four decks, actually. Oops. Yeah, they usually have it in the uh, four-pack for all four decks. I picked them up last year. It's too bad we can't do like a live cast of this and then let people donate to give us insanities. That would be fun. <laughs> All right, where are the cards that I need? Oh, we're good. That's why I put them that way. Uh, a summary. Okay, real time. All right. Uh, start at the top. Who lost? Uh, uh, Professor Nomi, you lost more than... Oops. Quite a bit. So give me a number between one and eight. Or you can do it randomly if you want. Five. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, you become completely hysterical. <laughs> ah! you're, you're running around, yeah. Ah! Like running around down down the scree hill, yeah. Um, uh, all right, who else didn't pass? I had seven loss. Okay. Six. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, 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 Tim, uh, yeah. number between one and eight. Okay. Four. Four. Homicidal rage. Um, 
psychological dis psychosomatic disability. Uh, roll a six-sided dice. Oh, okay. Three. What do I think is not working? Um, you're trying to scream, but nothing's coming out. Yeah, you've lost your ability to speak. Um, uh, who else? Uh, the Dr. Kaufman? I'm going to pick one. All right, let me mix them up. And one. Uh, paranoia. You are convinced that everybody else planned this and that this is, this is all, they, they've designed this to kill you because they're jealous of you. And, uh, jealous of my knowledge. Yeah. So just, you, you, just the, all, you distrust them all. Um, I don't trust any of you guys. Try to kill them if you want. Uh, who else? Anybody else? Okay. Um, in any case, you start running down the hill and, uh, Everybody do a luck roll. I'm trying to take pictures behind. <laughs> click, 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 click. This is going to make you a fortune if you love. If I get just one picture of this thing? That's a pass. That's a fail. A good pass. Okay. Uh, I want to know how bad you failed. Who got the worst roll? I only failed by two points. Quite more than two. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it actually kind of makes sense, Naomi. You're just running around screaming. You, you're, you're hoping somebody will come and rescue you. And as you are doing that, this beast leaps into the air and it lands on you square on, <clears throat> flattens you on the ground and just starts ripping you into pieces. Body parts go flying everywhere. <clears throat> the rest of you can do sanity rolls. <laughs> <laughs> as you hear Naomi screaming in agony. Here's your paintbrush. Can this restore sanity? No, I'm just kidding. I failed. Albert, did you get a photo of that? <laughs> <laughs> That's a pass. If you uh, actually, if you were already in, if you're already suffering sanity loss, you, you don't need to roll. Okay. You, you can't get more insane. Uh, so, uh, Dr. Bolt and, and Finkel, you both passed? Oh, yeah. uh, 1d8. Oof. I mean, uh, Albert. Loser. Uh, for what it's worth, I have suffered a lot of sanity loss, just haven't hit crossed the five death threshold yet. So, that's another three for me. Okay. Um, I think Dr. Kaufman and Dr. Worthington. Uh, Let's do your 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 uh, luck rolls. Oh, I got a uh, I got nineteen. I got a hard success, twenty four. Okay. Um, well, you got nineteen. Is that is that a hard success? Yeah. What's his luck though? <laughs> My luck is fifty. So that would be. Let's see what we got. You you actually got the better roll. Yeah. Who him? No, you did. Oh, you did. Whew. Yeah, you did. Uh, so uh, the the beast has finished tearing her apart, and it's come running after Cornelius. And none of you hear him scream as the beast leaps through the air and uh, lands on Cornelius and tears him to shreds. Albert, it's like a silent movie. Get that. 
Get a photo. <laughs> Whoever's oh. the closest to me, I'm going to push them and start running. Where's my camera? I lost my camera. Oh, here it is. Um, well, the next three of you, oh, you're going to take pictures of it. <laughs> well, we can assume then, Albert, that, uh, that you had to stop to take the pictures, so you're behind now. Uh, Bruce, Bruce is down there like a rocket. I am Bruce, running. Bruce is ahead of all. <laughs> uh, Albert, go ahead and do a luck roll. Bruce, I think I got. Where's Bruce? Fifty-eight is no good. I spent luck earlier. Forty-one. Okay, so as you're taking a fantastic shot of this thing. It leaps through the air and lands right on you. It doesn't make any mistakes. It simply comes right at you. And the last thing you see is the light from your camera flashing in its eyes as it, its mouth opens. And it, as, it, as it severs Albert's arm, can his arm fly towards me with the camera in it and I catch it? Do a luck roll. <laughs> Do a luck roll. <laughs> 95, fail. Okay, so uh, as Albert gets hit by the thing, his arm flings back like that, and the camera heads right for you, but you're like, fuck the camera, and the camera hits the ground, smashes into a million pieces. Uh, Nobody's ever going to believe me. Uh, Dr. Kaufman, go ahead and do a luck roll. Uh, let's see. We are just prolonging the inevitable. <laughs> Yeah, I'll say I failed. <laughs> okay. Well, that means you probably trip and fall on some, some rock. Oh, uh, man. And uh, the creature, uh, once again, leaps through the air, lands on you, tears you limb from limb. Uh, I would like Dr. Bolt to do a luck roll. I, I, can, I can see there's that scree, and I know if I just dive down the scree, I'll go flying down at a, a great rate. Mm-hmm. 28 to pass. Okay. So you do that. You uh, you get going on the screen and you begin sliding. And uh, I'm Australian. Uh, I surf. I surf you, on it. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that. I've actually done that before. It's fun. Um, there's actually a whole club that goes and they ski down uh, volcanoes. Um, so I'll say you get to the road. And then you uh, you manage to run along the road. And what are you going to do? Are you just going to keep running to town? Is there a boat in harbor? <laughs> There's a lot play? of boats in harbor. Yeah, mostly yachts. Yeah, my I, boat's I, there. I run. I run. Have you got a boat? I run to the old sea dog, the old fisherman guy, and I say, "Get your boat ready. We need to get off the island." Okay, you you get to his place and he's like, he's like, Doctor Bolt says, "What's wrong? What's wrong with what? What's what? What? What are you afraid of?" Screaming, they're all dead. There's a creature up there. Let's get out of out of here. A creature. And uh, as you say that, this red line appears in the corner of the room, like that. And the creature 
starts sliding out of the angle right into the room. The old man sees it and he grasps his heart and falls backwards. I hold him up and push him towards it and run. <laughs> well, let's just say that the creature rips through the old man and then pounces on you. And uh, the last thing you see is, of course, it's jaws clamping down on your face. And that's the end of you guys. Now, what happens immediately after that is the creature simply slides back into that angle and nobody ever sees it again. And the volcano erupts in full, uh, full blast. In fact, the whole island is pretty much destroyed. Lava comes down, pours over the, 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 the village. So a few people get away in their boats, but this time there was no seismic warning. It's just blue. And that's pretty much the end of our story. So, what had happened was a couple of weeks ago when the, the volcano had erupted, there was enough energy in the blast that it somehow caused a piece of $10 to cross over into our universe. Um, $10 had been in a similar geological location millions and millions of years ago. And the mirrors allowed you to see into that past. The hounds of Tindalos walked about at that time, long before humans existed. But eventually, humans found the thing and uh, found the, the, the thing. And some lived here and some died here. But eventually, it all got uh, sucked into an alternate dimension. And it was just now that it was brought back. But once the hounds had seen you, nothing would stop them from hunting you down. So if we, if we had made this a longer campaign, uh, I could have made it so that, I mean, you could have gone back to your lives and eventually the thing would have hunted you down. It would have found you. But we wanted to do this in a couple of hours. So. Any other questions? This original game is called The Intruder from Beyond Time. So I just made it the intruders. You guys. So, so the the only question I think in my mind is what is the hound's purpose now? Is it just because we saw it that it wanted to get rid of us, or does it go back to its own dimension, or is it going to roam about and do other stuff? I'm not sure that the hounds are really intelligent the way that we think of intelligence, but. Once you had seen it, once it had seen you, you were prey. And so it wouldn't stop hunting you until it had, had mm. gotten you. I feel like there was a really good reason for everyone to be here except for me. <laughs> it makes total sense. An archaeologist for the Neolithic guy, we've got the volcano guy, we've got the geologist, and we've got the guy for the ocean up in the mountain. Well... <laughs> <laughs> the oceanographer is on the list. <laughs> so I don't know why they put the oceanographer in there. Uh, the photographer is not on the list. And yet it just suddenly seemed like, you know, there really yeah. should be a photographer here to document all of this. And uh, I think you guys did a great job. Good job, guys. Thanks, Tom. So let me finish this up. Our players included Mike Ray, 
Ford Fitch, Jeff Wilkins, Ken Trench, and Tim Hart. Uh, with myself as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We love reading them. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.